Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of the Seam Sketchy Podcast. As I nail my mic with my hat. Yes, sir. We're at what what whose number are we at now? It's a special number 50. Number 50, the 2008 Celtics champion, Legend, Eddie House. Eddie, Eddie House, House and arguably won us a chip. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, absolute legend. His his number is right on the, uh, the little pennant I have above my head, the championship one. Also, Mookie Betts, RIP. Oh, obviously, he's not dead, but, you know, he's not with the Red Sox anymore. Screw the Red yeah. Sox for letting him go. But we made it, Garo. We're halfway to 100. Technically, I That's guess crazy. technically you could argue this is 51 because, like, our first, like, first episode yeah. was the zero one. But, like, that one really didn't count because we're kind of just, like, That's explaining. Pilot. We were just explaining what the show yeah. was, you know? This is the real episode. This is the real first episode, you know, and yeah. we finally hit it. We're on episode 50. I mean, uh, the haters didn't want to see us make it this far, you know. They didn't want to see Nobody. us get here. Nobody. They didn't want to see us get to half a century, but uh we did it. Literally. It's been a fun ride. What did and, we start um, this? 2018? Yeah, I think it was like August or like late July 2018ish. Was it like was it like uh, the summer we went to uh, It was the summer College? that it was the summer that like Yay came out and stuff oh yeah 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 because like that's what we talked about on like the yep. the episode zero whatever i guess that's what that's what i called it yeah. normally those are supposed to be shorter but it ended up being kind of long we talked about like we went off we talked about if like what we thought about yay briefly on that because that was yeah. like relevant at the time um but yeah episode 50, 50 episodes special and what we have it? a special episode today we're going to be doing Something that I think we've teased a lot, but never really thought about doing. Like, it's always been like, oh, yeah, well, we'll do an episode on that eventually. But today, yeah. we're going to be talking about, I think, was both of our albums of the decade? Um, I think no. Mine was, I think, I think mine yours number was number two. two. Mine was, this is my number one. But so, you know, a top two album of the last decade for both of us. And it is the magnum opus Blonde by Frank oh. Ocean. <laughs> Oh, oh man, we got a lot to say about this. Yeah, re-review. I don't, it's, not a review. it's more of a classic review, or just it's like a classic album. It's it's like thoughts on Blonde oh, by yeah. Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like absolute. Never, uh, just yeah, an absolute. Never, yeah, absolute. What it's a legendary album. I know. Yeah, you know um, something like and, that. And we never like um, properly reviewed it. And I think this was like a long time coming. We've always like put this on the back burner. We teased exactly it. We teased it. And I and I texted yeah. you. I was like, you know what? Next week's episode fifty. Let's do something special for it. And let's just yeah. not ramble. And should we just get right into it? Let's do it. So we're not going to, there's no, no, no nonsense in this episode. We're not going to no. talk about anything else. There are, have been current events and shit, but we'll talk about that next week. We actually have a fun review coming next week. Um, but since this is episode 50, we wanted to make it special. And we wanted to talk about an album that is very near and dear to not only our hearts, but at least I know a lot of people that listen to us, you know, because oh, yeah. most of our listenership, I mean, I can look at our stats and see the, the demographics of our listeners, but most of them are within our age range, you know, yeah. the young college kids. And, you know, we, we i'm saying us like as like a group of college kids you know like this album is very present in most of our yeah. lives you know and it's yeah. it's 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 a go-to album for for just like you know situations when you're just feeling you know certain vibes and you just and need to you just need to vibe you know you're like you're bringing up a good point with like and i was going to express this as we talked more about the album but it's like 
it's not just uh, categorized as like a sort one sort of album. Like you think of Flyboy breakup album, you think of I don't know Lovers Rage two. It's like just turn up album. But this is like a lot of feelings, a lot of different feelings, situations that you can relate to on this. And I think that's also yeah. why it captures so many of people in our age. And I just can't believe that like the world's been the world's like two billion years old and we were born when Frank Ocean dropped Blonde. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, you're born too late to explore the too late to explore the earth, too early to explore space, but enough time to explore the deep and immaculate vibes presented yes. by Frank Ocean's 2016 Magnum Opus Blonde. It stinks because for me, Blonde and uh, and Endless always go kind of hand in hand. Mm. I didn't listen to Endless until I think 2018. I don't think we've ever really talked about it on this show. Um, I would love to do that at some point. Yeah. But, um, you know, those two albums and the whole story behind them and how it was, you know, Frank's like way to get out of... Um, Fuck the labels. Get out of his label with Death Jam with... Um, by dropping Endless and yep. then coming around and literally the next day dropping Blonde independently. I mean, it's one of the greatest like FUs to the music system, to the music industry and the music system, you know, uh, oh, yeah, which he, he automatically, messed. even if the album wasn't like great, yeah. it would be remembered for that. At least at the very least, it would be remembered for that. But exactly. Let me tell you, <laughs> the album is great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I mean, I mean, I know we, we both enjoy Endless, but like we agree that obviously Blonde is the superior. Yeah. I mean, and I think that there's a lot of debate between that and channel orange. I think a lot of it just depends on like where you are mentally as a person, I think yeah, which determines which one you'd like more. Um, I, I think, am much more of a blonde person. I guess you, um, I get you. Channel orange is definitely like more of a uh, hanging out with friends type music. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, I still love music. it. It's still an absolute classic of an album and it's still pretty much perfect in every way, but yeah. you know, I, mean, also, I still lean blonde more. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I get you. I mean, also, what, like, Nostalgia turned 10 years, so shout out to Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah, shout out, yeah, that was literally, it was, Underrated. we're recording this on a Wednesday, it was Tuesday um, mm-hmm. that it turned 10 years, yeah, no, shout out to that track, I mean, his first, you know, his first real oh, project yeah. that got him recognized, shout out, um, if only, if only he could clear the samples on that, and it could be on streaming, I mean, yeah, I, have I, a, mean I have, I have a dad piff download of it, but, you know. That, that album cover is, like, the reason why I want, like, that BMW It's iconic. And we both have like, that car in GTA, too. Yep, yep. The nostalgia ultra car. <laughs> yeah, no, I drive, I drive, I drive around in that, listening to the blonded radio, and just be exactly. like, I'm like, in my, I'm like, bro, stop killing me, man. I'm in my feels right now. I'm trying to listen to, I'm trying to listen to fucking for real by Lil Uzi. Yeah, shout out, shout out, blonded radio. That also slapped yeah. only. Even the like the actual blonded radio is great too. I remember oh, yeah. I, when he drops, what was it the single DHL? He was blonded radio was like that's what he was gonna drop drop it on. And I'm like, yeah. I remember I was actually no that that was the night when we were we were going to a basement show together, and I was like, bro, Frank Ocean dropped a new song. You gotta listen to it. And you're like, bro, oh, yeah. I'm at a party right now. How am I gonna <laughs> listen to it? <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, and I'm like, after bro, after after. Don't after, worry. after. Uh, but it was great. Yeah. But let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about blonded. Let's get into let's it. Let's focus on blonde. And I mean, I think we'll go about this the way that we normally do, where we kind of just go track by track yeah. and then, you know, stuff will uh, sort of flow with it as we normally do. I mean, yeah. and you want to talk about opening an album. Mm. Blonde has possibly one of my favorite just album opening tracks of all time. You know, I feel that. It is one Nikes. Oh. Bro, the, the, the waviness. They're looking the... for a check. It, it, like like oh, it ain't likely <laughs> i mean oh, like dude. it's crazy because like if you really think about it the album starts off with like not his usual voice it's like very uh um, yeah it's it's it's, it's how, like I mean, how it's, would you explain it 
it's like pitched up, you pitched know, it's, up, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say like auto-tuned, but it's like, no. it's like you recorded it and then they like pitched it up a little bit. Yeah. So oh, he, yeah. he's kind of singing in a very high falsetto, which he can sing in. Um, oh, of but he kind of went with kind of like the kind of, kind of the Brockhampton voice is what it was kind of known for mm. later. The, like mm-hmm. the, like kind of the, the chip monkey type, like I gotcha. yeah. high pitched singing voice. Reverbed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Very great. I mean, yeah, I know. And, and, and just like you said, I mean, an incredible, just like spacey opener. I mean, I love the drums on this song and how there's kind of a little bit of like a delay on it where it's like, doom, yeah. kind of like that. And it just creates such like an, just an intense emotional atmosphere that you can just get wrapped up in as you're listening to him sing. And it really just sets the tone for what you're going to be getting into. And it's weird because that's one of the few songs that like really has like, drums on the album there really aren't a lot of drums on the entire album as a whole but nike's i guess sets the tone differently and i mean it's it's great lyrics you know i mean what i feel like it does great as an opener is like like you were alluding to earlier it's like it brings you into this album but like i literally feel like like to kind of i guess put an image to this like we're going into like a spaceship or something and we're like we're space we're going all the way to like this album like throughout this whole journey and it just like it really just sets a tone i I hate I, I hate keep bringing up the, the 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 analogy of like a car ride, but like it, it like it works, you know. It's like, hey, you like cars, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the like music I, the music video for it, there are a lot of cars in it too, so that's a fair oh, fair yeah. analogy, I guess. Oh, bro, and like listening to you saw the video of like the recording of yeah. the recording. I don't know if it was like that was the actual recording. No, of- no, that was him like playing it before. It was like him rehearsing it before yeah. a live show. But but yeah, chills. incredible chills. And I think it would also. Like I'm gonna talk a lot about like goosebumps as we get into these songs, but like just set a precedent for you know what to expect. And you want to talk about just sort of like a vibe, like it's one of those songs where I've listened. I mean, I've listened to the song a million, a million oh, yeah. times. Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually, I'm pretty sure I have an exact number on my last FM how many times I listened to the song, and it's a lot. But the there's fe- there's a few unmatched feelings than when you're just sort of sitting in at least for me you know you're a college kid probably mm-hmm. you have your lights your lights turned off you just have the leds on you're sitting in your room and you just hear just those those that sort of that opening come in and you're like the duh and then the drums come in and it's just like it's yeah. like it's like the spongebob ascending meme you're like i'm i'm here i'm going like i'm i'm, I'm beginning yeah. to t- take off you know yeah i mean i think i think this song like and again this album as a whole like defines you know a lot of the kids in our generation right we we this came out when we were in high school we were going into senior year and yeah. i think experiences that we had in high school are obviously very very different than what we've been experiencing in college but it still works it still it feels still, relevant and yeah. then and then it moves on from there special. just like completely sonic twist from this like sort of spacey kind of like you know maybe a little asap rocky type yep. music into yeah. this awesome John Mayer guitar part on Ivy. Mm. And it's just completely, completely switches up the vibe, but in such a great way. I mean, Ivy is such an underrated track. Yeah. Which I, I mean, feel like, like whole- I feel like that's kind of weird yeah. to say, but I think that for me, I feel like for me, I felt like it kind of felt like Ivy and pink and white kind of like at least sonically are somewhat out of place on the album, but are still great. I mean, they're both two of my favorite Frank songs, but oh yeah, you know, I mean, I'm going to say that pretty much about like every song in this album, but I know. mean, like, like I understand the whole underrated thing you're talking about because like, there's a lot of tracks in there that are very polarizing, like very polarizing. And these kind of like, they fit into the formula a little more, but again, like underrated doesn't mean it's bad. It's fucking blonde. So it's a good album. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's I mean, kind of like, hard to say any song in this album is underrated. <laughs> I mean, like, 
we're talking about feelings like the first line like i thought that i was dreaming when you said you love me and it's like oh yeah I, th- I think that's something that like a lot of people a lot of people go through and it's like like he's capturing that feeling of when someone does say i love you for the first time or someone that you really like and yeah like you know the relationship is forming and it, it means a lot to you and i uh, like again he's capturing these feelings in a musical format and it just sonically even sounds great yeah no i mean and the guitar on this album then like on the well i mean on this album but on this song in particular is great i'm pretty sure it's john mayer who's playing the guitar um you know he's awesome he did the he's done a lot of guitar stuff with frank in the past he did the guitar oh, yeah. on pyramids like you know like that yep. the like the closing sort of like the guitar at the end of the song once like the He's done the second verse, which is also a fantastic song. Used to be, that used to be my favorite Frank song of all time, which is kind of crazy. Um, I mean, not crazy. I mean, it's still great. And then I, I think I think the thing I love is how it kind of the way it builds and it ends where it's like it goes away from him doing his normal singing voice to this like sort of high pitched kind of like and it's kind of dissonant, yeah. but it's like a little it's, it's like a little off putting, but it still sounds yeah. good. And it just builds up to when he's like says trouble. And then it's just you hear the dude smashing the guitar in the background. It's just like it's so it's so different, you know. What's that? Like I always wonder, like that last noise that's made at the end of the song. It that's, sounds that, like that, like a... that's that's the guitar getting smashed. No, no, but it's like at the very end, it's like ah, it sounds like it's like a squishy toy getting squished. I always like that's what I always thought. Oh, I, I'm obviously it's not that, but it's like the last last like sound or noise that's made. But I, I know it's like obviously like the the guitar smash and everything. Yeah. And like the the is I mean, am I wrong to think like somebody like left and then like, closes a door? maybe yeah well it sounded basically like what they were doing was like wherever they were recording it they left like whatever mic was going live and just kind of recorded the sound of like the person breaking the guitar and then leaving the rawness another thing he's like kind of perfected like how how raw a song could sound but also like production wise flawless to, to so many degrees and then right after that you just go into the you just hear the those that quick string build up into pink and white which i kind of i briefly said before but this all this also for a while was my was my favorite frank i mean really? you, you're gonna hear me say this a bunch in this episode but this was my favorite frank <laughs> yeah. ocean song for a while um great use of uh, i believe it's a six eight time it's just like a good just like don't 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 is now that, that the those um chords that you're talking about in the beginning is that like a violin it is. I forget. Right. So I know I it was a harp the, originally. I know what the word for it is. There's like that's like a term in music when it starts like that. Mm. But I forget what it was. They said it on the dissect podcast, which if you're a fan of blonde, like go listen to oh, the yeah. dissect oh, of yeah. that. It's incredible. It's great. Um, they'll do a much better job of breaking down the songs <laughs> than we will. Yeah. Um, we're pretty we're, we're amateurs. We're mostly <laughs> just talking about the vibes that it gives yeah. us, you know. But pink and white also just like it's just this groovy r&b yeah. song it has freaking beyonce vocals on it which that's the craziest oh, part yeah. it's like this album has some crazy features on it like crazy. kendrick i'm pretty sure no which song is kendrick on kendrick's on skyline too i'm pretty sure like there's just some like incredible yeah. people that are on this album but like just barely on it i mean like i didn't realize for the longest time that it was beyonce doing the doing the vocals on the end of the song but like it makes sense when you when you go back and listen to it oh yeah. talk about just a great like this song for me just like reminds me of like summer and like mm. walking through and it's just like, you know, um, I feel that because a lot of the lines are about like nature and whatnot. And it just creates this sort of just like montage vibe when I'm listening oh, to yeah. it. And it kind of just sounds like, you know, like good times, like reflecting on good times and stuff before, you know, the album moves on. Great. Like uh walk in the park type music. You know? Yes, exactly. I, I, Very I outdoorsy. Definitely... 
Oh yeah, and I mean, in a I think, different uh, way than we've used that word in the past, though. What you're saying is like, I mean, the the truth of the matter of this album is like, there's a lot of sad, sad like vibe. I hate, I hate saying vibes every time, but I mean, what how else can we explain it? But like, um, sad undertones and lyrics. But this is like a, a kind of like a refreshing take, I guess, in the album. Even though like it comes yeah. to the beginning, it comes to the beginning. So like, pretty much everything after that kind of gets like, oh hardship and breakups and love is like lost love and all that stuff yeah no and and that's what i meant earlier when i was saying that like it and ivy are kind of sonically stand out like if you want to talk it's like that and then like um what is it um uh solo reprise Mm. are like they very much stand out because they're like the more energetic i mean obviously you can say the half of the half of nights is is like that too but yeah you know um they kind of stand out as the more high energy, um, more loud, a lot more, a lot more instrumentation than some of the other songs. Um, I mean, like the, the some of the some of the some of the other songs we're going to talk about pretty much have like pretty barren instrumentation, but this has you know yeah, yeah. pianos, drums, strings, and whatnot, and it it builds and a guitar. To, it's 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 just, it's such a great song. Such a good song. Uh, I mean, like again, summer vibes. <laughs> I think you, I think I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even think of it like that, but I think that's a really good point. Um, but now I want, we got to go into the track that's like kind of become a meme. Oh, yeah. Much. I mean, I, I've seen people say that be you yourself. can't say it. People are like, oh, bro, Blonde isn't a 10 because it has be yourself and Facebook story. I'm like, bro, just skip it then. It's an interlude. I mean, like, those are like interludes, like skits, like, you know, or pretty much I would say interlude. Is yeah. Rather, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like. It's, I think it's like uh, Frank put that there. So it's, we're talking about uh, Be Yourself. And I, and off of first listen, even like listening to it now, years later, I always like thought is like, like Frank put this in and about his mom saying, don't do drugs, don't do this. And like, it's kind of like obviously ironic because like he's done all that stuff. And like, and I think he put that in to be like, hey, mom, like, yeah, I didn't do that. Anything you told me not to do, I actually did. And it's kind of like, like, I don't know how else to explain it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've never really understood. I'm sure there is a reason, and I'm sure I've heard the reason why it was on here, but I've always just, I've always been like, eh, whatever. I mean, I don't skip it because whenever I listen to the album, I like to listen to it through. I even listen to Facebook story all the way through, but like, I mean, college students, you know, like whatever. Many college students have gone to college. That's really the only (laughs) thing you need to take away from that. (laughs) That's one of my favorite memes that came out of that. All right. Are we, are we good talking about be yourself? Yeah. Shout out Frank's mom. Yeah. Um, and, but the next song on there, and this is when we start to get into more of the moody, mm. sad stuff mm. on here. Mm. Um, solo. What a tremendous, tremendous composition on this song. I mean, Frank's, Frank's singing is great, but it's just that organ that really just drives this song. It that's just, just like hits every time. And to go oh. from to go from the bright, you know, yep. full of instrumentation songs in with pink and white where it has like the strings and the drums and the guitars and everything sort of carrying you and the, the layered vocals with the, you know, Beyonce giving, you know, her stuff and Frank singing to go to just Frank sort of singing over just this simple, just chord yeah. progression on an organ. Like unbelievable transition. You know, it's like the organ and then it's just him, bro. Hemi Talum, dirty dancing by myself, bro. We all done that. We have, <laughs> you know, but like, like exactly. Like, it's just like, like frank went to very sonic happy like like you know like a violin that we just talked about beyonce to here's an organ here's my natural voice no nothing on it and like i'm just going off and i think i mean like 
like it's a great entry point to the sad it is yeah no it, it pretty much is like you know nike's kind of gets you started but then it kind of shifts into more upbeat music but then solo really takes you sort of into the into a run of very much like you know stare at the ceiling i'm feeling really sad music i mean and this album is so interesting because it has so many sort of great three song runs and there's sort of if anything in the middle of the album there's a one two three four five song run i think that's like almost like perfect you know because you have solo which then goes into skyline two which then perfectly goes into self-control and then I like to say that you can either go like self control, good guy, knights, or you could just do all five of them. And then, you, but you also yeah. have, then you have the starting three song run, Nikes, Ivy, Pink and White. Then you have, um, you know, you say White Ferrari, Siegfried, Godspeed. You could even say, and then you could maybe make that four include Futura Free. You know, there's so many great just sort of runs on this album where like, so even even if the album like the just had that album. run on it, it would still be yeah. considered great. But it has so oh, yeah. many different great like three to four song runs on this album that just make it great and solo really kicks off probably my favorite run of songs on this album including the the interlude uh the interlude good guy in there um but yeah do you have anything else you even want to say about solo i mean it's just one of those like it just really captures sort of just like feeling you know kind of empty and solo feeling solo yeah you know it's it's very much a you know staring at the ceiling i think i already said that but like you know, and when you're feeling blue about a about about a lost love, I mean, that's what a lot of the songs in this album are about. You know. Yeah, um, and I think that the organ, like, it just it, one of the, it's. I think again, I was gonna, I was going to tell you how I was going to talk a lot about goosebumps, but like just yeah. like the guitar riff, the riff, uh, not guitar riff, sorry, the organ riff, if you can call it that, at the end, it just yeah. perfectly ends the song, and then like, ugh, like it feels like. It like I, I, the organ is under underappreciated instrument because I think most people like to see it as like a church instrument. Blah, blah, blah. And it's on and it's on a couple songs in this album too. Oh yeah, two, oh, two yeah. of the two of probably the better songs in this album as well. Which one that we'll talk about later, mm. but you know it's not as dominant as it is yeah. on this song where it's pretty much the only instrument. Which is that's yeah. even the craziest part about it is like you take a guy like Frank who made this this incredible soulful R and B on. Um, on like channel orange and whatnot you know these full of instrumentation very you know Made intense pyramids, production like... you then you even you even talk endless which is this like weird electronic mm. stripped back you know not even fully minimalist but like you know it, there's still a lot of like you know intense production and then you just yeah. go to this where it's just literally just him singing over just a couple couple stripped chords down. no drums you know very stripped down but it works i mean he's a guy that can yeah, does strip down very well and this sort of run of songs this run of three so we'll yeah. talk about the next one skyline two is just really great sort of stripped down because then you go into the next one which skyline two is pretty much just him singing over a guitar riff essentially mm. and it has probably probably one of my favorite lines in the song just because um on the album because you know where he's just like that's a pretty pretty long fat was a pretty fast year, fast year flew by, by. yeah people yeah. always do that at um the, that's a big thing on the frank ocean reddit where they'll post um a video of them where it hits that point at midnight on new year's i'll just be yeah. like i remember yeah. i saw that it was like 2019 to 2020 that, it's like that's a pretty that line i mean that's that i distinctly remember that line like hitting when i first listened to it back in like whatever 2016 because yeah. like Damn, we didn't know that 2016 was such a good year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a but, pretty fast year that flew by. No, but it's like, it's like, and I think, again, like, 
well, I think at least why that would hit for me, and I think you you can relate, is that was the summer going into our senior year. And like yeah. forget like forget like pretty fast year flew by. Pretty fast like youth flew by because we're like, damn. We're like yeah, we're, all, we're all 18 now. We're gonna be turning 18 pretty much. You were already 18 at that point, right? Yeah. I think and so. then I, I was turning 18, I was turning 18 in a couple months, and like, like it's not just like that whole year. It's like a damn. It's a pretty fast like time that's been going by, and like you know you're just trying to like catch it. If that makes sense. And yeah, or like I mean in this in this song I think it's more of like not catch it but accept it. You know and then yeah like it moved on but you know we gotta keep going. And you know this isn't this definitely isn't one of the best songs in the album, but I think that it it fits in this this oh, yeah. section because it. Between solo, skyline two, and self control, those are probably two of the more the three of the more stripped back sort of songs. Yeah. Where it's very, it's a very you know calm, soothing, not a lot of instrumentation, and while it's not the greatest, I think it does a good job of sort of setting up the mood for self control, um, which you know is the next song. And Uh-oh. you know I've said multiple times like, oh, this was my favorite. Oh, this song, this song was my favorite Frank song. This song is my favorite Frank song. This song is and pretty much always has been not only my favorite Frank song, but probably my favorite song of all time. Like number one on the friggin' list of favorite songs of all time. I mean, I I, I could do an entire hour long episode, I think, about self-control and and just and and, yeah. and what it what it brings out of me, what it makes me feel, you know? So many feelings. It's uh, one of those songs where just like it's just like wrecks you it's just like tear inducing you're just kind of just sitting there just like pleading with yourself you know you're like i gotta use my self-control i gotta let her go and you talk about the huh. just i've talked a lot about the the stripped back stuff this this production even more because it's just sort of that simple just that simple like acoustic guitar riff that's sort of carrying it through the song we talk about features too young lead <laughs> Young oh, Lean makes an appearance. He with with one of the more like fuller appearances from someone on the album because yeah. you know I mean really other than like him and probably Andre Three Thousand because obviously Andre oh, yeah. Three Thousand just has like his own song on the album like there really aren't many oh, know, yeah, like, noticeable oh. features and Young Lean definitely has one of the more ones and, and is great I think Young Lean sings fantastically on this song and I didn't even know Young Circle Lean... for you because you know you're obviously oh, yeah. a huge Young Lean fan. I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't know it was Young Lean until maybe like a year after. And I thought it was just like... Um, oh, yeah. Like I didn't know somebody. for a while. I, I assumed it was like still him. But yeah. which is stupid because it obviously does not sound like him. It does not sound like him. <laughs> not but at like, all. I mean, <sighs> like he, he, he like, because he was the, obviously the bridge from like the earlier in the song to then like the ah uh, like the the wait to to the to the oh, heavenly ascension heavenly, yeah that yeah. is the outro of this album like i think for a while i wanted to get a tattoo on oh. my on my arm somewhere that was gonna be it was just gonna be like um like you know like the bar that shows up on like spotify or apple music and it was gonna mm-hmm. be like the exact time stamp of when that part of the song starts uh yeah because when i tell you that that is just the that heavenly is- <laughs> ascension of music for me like that like when i like first heard that and yeah. continually when i hear that yeah i yeah. get like you said goosebumps i get overwhelmed when i hear that part oh, of the yeah. song it just like it the emotions just flow through you and it just really That's- it really just whips you up and just like re- like knocks you out <laughs> and spins you and it's just like oh you're bringing up a good point too because like what's dangerous about this song this album is like there's too much feelings attached to this album. Like yeah. sometimes like sometimes you're like, 
I can't listen to this song. Like, I can't right now. Like, you know, and, and because like we've used like self-control being a great example. This music has like a crutch, you know, yeah. for our heartbreaks, for our lost loves. <laughs> like, I can already tell you, like, like there's like multiple scenarios based off of this album or this art, this, this song specifically that I've the used to like, get whole. over. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. An album as a whole, like, um, yeah, I mean, when you, it goes from like keep a place for me to like ah uh, ah, uh, bro, the angels are just popping. yeah. I mean, I mean, well, and, and it's the first one is great. Like the first one of that sort of that that refrain at the end is great, but it's the second one that really takes it when it's not just the solo Frank voice. It like I think he adds like at least like two layers of him singing under it to sort of lift it up, and it mm, just mm. goes, man. Just it, once the second yeah, the second yeah, part of that yeah. refrain is possibly the best point on this entire album bro when you go like in my, ah, my opinion. Ah, ah. yes dude bro, yes the, the, bro. Bro, the, just a little ah like oh it's, it's the way the and the way that it just carries carries you through the oh. song i mean like we said we said we don't want to say vibes too much but like <laughs> this is the song that i think of and gives me the vibes of just you know yeah and and um, even and even not even in like you know super depressed vibes too, but it's just like one of those. It's like, you know, you're just sort of like the way that, especially at the end, it just sounds like he's just like pleading. You know, mm. sounds like he's just sort of pleading to like get better. You know, to use his self control to get that person back. You know, there's so many different ways you can interpret it because his exactly, lyrics are often exactly. vague at times too. So you that's, know, there's that, different different ways that you could personally interpret what he's trying to say. That's like another thing he's actually really good at. It's like the the lyrics are. I guess ambiguous enough where you can like connect to anything. Whether it's self-control with like I don't know, you're fighting an addiction, or self-control with like, damn, I want to get the girl back, or damn, I want to let go of her finally. Yeah, like you know, or like, just, or like, just, it just depends on what night, what kind of night it is. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, oh man, uh, do, do, do we want to move on so we're not spending too much time? So well, so the yeah. next one is an is, is an interlude, and it's one of the interludes that I actually really enjoy in this album. Um, good guy. Um, which the live like version of this is much better. I mean, obviously the album version is pretty simple, but like it's a good little, it's just sort of a nice little, you know, he's playing yeah. on a synth, he's singing this sad little, like sad little love tune, surprising yeah. for this song, you know, for this album. Ooh. But it, it's short, it's brief, and it's just sets up the next song so much better, you know. Oh my god. Before before we get into that song. Uh, so one thing I want to say about Good Guy, it's like I always there's this video of Frank where he's like in a very small room on a piano, just like playing, like testing music. I think this is like oh, his earlier, his earlier, earlier ages. And I don't think he actually was recording Good Guy; he was recording like an older song. But that's exactly oh, what I think I know what you're talking about. You're not talking about. But that's it was exactly like before. I, I think it was before Nostalgia Ultra. Bro, this was like him making Nostalgia Ultra. I think this is just when he moved to LA or whatever, whatever he was doing around that time. Um, but that's what I think. It's like just by yourself on the keyboards you know you're just like the lyrics are just coming out you know it's just real life and it's just coming yeah. out of them and that's exactly what i get from listening to this uh song and i think that's why it works as an interlude so well yeah and then it cuts into that like brief conversation and then just right into you know it, it gives you what four oh. songs that are very stripped back not a lot of instrumentation and then boom nights arguably the most popular song off the album yeah, like, and like, and probably. and probably one of the best songs he's ever made. I mean, it's still my my favorite of his, and on this album will always be self control. But I mean, this song is just simply incredible. We haven't we haven't gone into my my favorite because my favorite has changed. It used to be nights, then self control, 
but now it's a different one, but we'll get to that. Yeah, no, I, I think I know which one it is too. And I'm interested, and I'm interested to hear you talk about it because it was a song I was overlooked until a friend told me to really like give it a try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I mean, what is there to say about Nights? I mean, it's probably his most iconic song, you know, I mean, like the beat switch in the middle and sort I of mean, the way that the, the way yeah. that the song is sort of, you know, it's, it's sort of this duality and the way that the beat switch divides the album exactly in half. Like the beat switch occurs exactly mm. at the 30 minute mark of the album, which is insane. Um, I mean, it's like, 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 what is there to say about nights? I mean, it's I mean, uh, like, I know the B switch has like been a meme now. People like they do like the the Winnie the Pooh like transcending thing, or even SpongeBob. Yeah. but it, it 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 literally is the best beach switch of all time. Tell me if there's anything better. Sycamores have shit on this, <laughs> you know, like like that's just the, better the, than the pyramids. Oh, yeah, I, I would that. say so. Da, da, da. I mean, I love pyramids um, too, but yeah. um, but. I mean, like, I think, not gonna lie, I haven't, I haven't listened to all the dissects of this, but I did listen to the Knights one. And I think what it was explaining was like, okay, well, obviously this is a guy, like, you know, he's working hard, he's doing his night shift, i.e., like, mo- yeah. most of the content. But there was a broader meaning to it. And I think it's like, you know, I, he works at nights, but he also, like, I mean... Do well, you it was... The, yeah, I remember it. The way, the way that it is, it's supposed to be, like, the first half is this guy, like, you know, like being all braggadocious and boasting about like how great he's doing and whatnot. Cause like, you know, like an ex lover, like called him or something. And he's like, yeah. he's like, why are I swell up? You call me from a seance. Like you're in my yeah. past life. Like, I hope you're doing well, but you know, like I'm doing better. Like, doing well, that. and then it hits the beat switch and then it really sort of unveils what's behind the facade that the first half of the song is presenting. And it shows, it's just like, you know, like, you know, like he's working hard, but like, you know, he's really not making a lot of money. He's struggling. He's just trying to get it, trying to make it out of Texas, you know, like, get ahead. and I think that's always the, that thing that stuck about me with this song the most is the way that it starts so upbeat and, you know, like, and it really, and it really, I feel like it's a very relatable song. Cause I feel like everyone, especially like when you're out of a breakup, um, and you want to sort of present yourself as being like, mm. yeah, like I won the breakup. That's always a phrase mm. that people say. It's like, oh, this Bro, person, this person off. won the breakup. It's like, what yeah. does that mean? You know, that but like the way that they're, the way that this song presents it is for this guy being very braggadocious, being like, yeah, I won the breakup. Like I'm doing better than you. Like you're below me. Not, not even necessarily a breakup. It could be in any situation, like a former friend, someone that you yeah. used to be close with, but now you're not, you know. But it's, it's sort of presenting this thing about how, like, I'm doing great, but really, you know, that, like, deep down, like, you're still hurting from it. And that's mm. what the second half of Nights does. And that's why it's always stuck with me is because it feels like such an honest song. Because yeah. it's like, the, you nobody know, will, the, the second will, half yeah. is, I mean, obviously, completely sonically different. You go from this, like, this awesome, I don't even know if it's a guitar or a synth. I don't know how, I don't know how he makes the sound on it. Yeah. Just like the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like, that, like that sort of sound at the beginning is incredible. And then it goes into just this incredible, like, I think the drums on the, 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 the last half of the song are like reversed. That's sort of the effect they have on oh, it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the instrumentation on the song and the way that it changed, I mean, the guitar solo that it just builds up to the. Yeah. And I think like, uh, Ascension. I think you bring up a really good point because, like, he's touching upon a subject, at least in, in regards to breakups, that a lot of people don't acknowledge enough, where it's like people always want to do better than the ex. They might say, like, oh, we'll be friends. Uh, uh, we'll do all this stuff, but like they wanna, they wanna, you know, they wanna look better because they don't want, you know, either their ego to go down or they, they just mentally it helps them, you know, get over the breakup. But yeah, no, I mean, 
and, and the truth of that is like there's always underlying stuff that people um, you know it's always going to be there or and that's what that second half of, that's what the on. second half of the song is you know and that's what that's what frank is here for you he's here to take care of you he's here to, he's yeah. here to make you realize true feelings so you can actually you know work on work on yourself and actually get over them I mean, and yeah i mean beautiful. and and nights beautiful. i mean it's 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 such a hard song to even just get into just because it is such a it's just such an opus type song you know it's so good um from there though i guess we can't move on if you have unless you have anything else you want to add um no nah, nights best it, it it's the most globally known uh, song by frank for good reasons yeah it makes sense um and then after that you have solo reprise which is it's kind of an unfair song to put after nights, I think. Cause mm. like the end I of mean, nights is so low key and vibey. And then it's just like, and it's so just like jarring and abrupt and how it just goes straight into this. Like very, I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, it's under 50,000. I'm not going to complain about him being obviously. on an album and it's a great verse from him too. Um, but it just feels so random in this part of the album because it, the way that it goes from being like so low and so chill and vibey just straight into this just like hard hitting fast bars like intense production like it's like dum, dum, like there's a lot of like hitting bass and like these weird sort of like space techno-y sounds going in yeah. the background i mean it's still good but it's just it, it always felt kind of out of place i i always least. thought it was out of, i always thought it was out of place uh, again not that it's bad but i think like some part of me believes that frank did that purposely like he like Probably, yeah, yeah like you like that nice shit you like that like you like uh, feeling a little bit buddy well here's he's on two thousand yelling at, in your ears <laughs> yeah about, about like about like cutting the the polo on his ralph loren polo or something yeah seriously uh, um and then it, i mean and then it goes right into pretty sweet after that which is another i think underappreciated song i think that's cool but that song's another just very like i mean it opens with this just wall of noise very abrasive and you know not something you would really expect based off of some of the previous songs you have heard on this album yeah. um was it the dissect not to bring them up again and steal everything from them, but they mentioned that this may have been like sort of inspired by um by sergeant peppers which is the the oh. the beatles I, beatles album what is it the, the way that sort of the orchestra kind of goes insane in uh, a day in the life and they said that, that could have been inspired by that which would make sense because it does kind of sound like that I always thought like, I mean, tell me if you agree or not, but like, this is like, I'm not saying any of these songs are like bangers, but like in, in the sense of like turn up, whatever. But I think this is like a, a pretty good banger song. No, like yeah, no, definitely. I agree. It, it still hits, you know, and it, it's like less, less like get you in the mood, but more like get you going and get, get you to like, you know, feel good. I don't know how, how, really how else to explain it. Yeah. I mean, like it's got a great, it's got a great sort of driving drum beat with some fun um what's it called fun guitars going over it i mean it's it, it's nice it's good i mean um, I it's not my favorite of his songs but it's there do you like do you ever did the dissect say anything about like, who were the the people who were singing at the end i don't remember it sounds like, a, like an orchestra it's, it's like a orchestra. it's like a children's choir or something like children's that at least that's what it yeah, sounds yeah. like yeah. um and then yeah. after that you have <laughs> uh, facebook story <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, what do you mean <laughs> which is just like a, which is just a story of and it's one of those things where people are always like oh bro like the guy in the facebook story spitting it's like no i mean they're both pretty stupid not gonna lie i always thought this was like a boomer mentality song <laughs> it is <laughs> well i mean i think i think if you want to talk about clearly the two people that were in this relationship we're clearly yeah. not meant for each other because they did not see eye to eye because like Obviously. They're, they're both, I think they're both in the wrong in a way because like, mm. you know, 
just fucking had her on Facebook, dude. Like, what's the yeah. big deal? What's the big but also deal? at the same time, like, you're going to break up with the guy because he won't add you on Facebook? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. What year is this, bro? <laughs> 2004. Literally. Jeez. Yeah, no. But very much as a boomer song, though. I've, I, yeah. I've, I don't really resonate with the guy in this song at all. Weird, I think weird, he's being weird. stubborn for no reason. Yeah, I mean, weird, weird, like, fact. I Every time I listen to this, I always picture, like, Adrian Brody saying this for no reason at all. I just do. Because he's huh. always like, he, he reminds me of like a French guy, even though he's like not French. That's kind of random, but like I see it. Very random. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like when I listen to it now, that's also what I'm in a picture. But like, I mean, <laughs> I, I like Adrian Brody. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. Great guy. Shout out that's Big funny. Um, I, Literally, like, I don't know why. I just, I always thought like that. Anyway. All right. And then the next song is Close to You, which is very obviously another more kind of like, yeah chill stripped back short song but i really like it too and the another one we're talking about like the live performance of it this is another one of those songs like good guy where it gets more of a a fleshed out extended version when he does it live and it's great it's fantastic i don't know if you've seen the live version of close to you but it's incredible i don't think i I haven't Um, listened to it i definitely think it's like um an underrated song just because again like there's so many there's too many like which is not a bad thing but there's too many polarizing songs that some songs that are like like on its own would be beautiful but in this like scenario, when if you're listening from top to bottom, it kind of does get closed out a little bit. Well, and the, the other thing is, is this also kind of feels like it, it's a track that could have been on Endless. I mean, I don't mm. feel like most of the songs on here could not have been on it based off of it, how it sounded sonically. But this is one of the few songs I think that could have been yeah. on it. Um, just because very laid back production, not a lot of instrumentation. And has like I, I do like the thing I like at the end is sort of the effects that he puts on the vocals at the end. Because then it obviously transitions into probably the 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 hardest in my feels three song mm. run. I mean, what a way to close out this album. You want to talk Facts. about the three song run had before the closing track. I mean, white Super. Ferrari, man. Oh wait, white Ferrari, damn. Not so, you jumping the friggin' gun, man. I forgot the order. <laughs> white friggin' Ferrari. I mean, like that is the that that and self control are like the two like biggest like stare at the ceiling sad songs for me from this album bro, i mean it's bro. just like i'm like I'm, I'm thinking i'm like writing the lyrics through my or like the the, the song through my head and then when he when he goes to like because there's a lot of like emotion in this like he's not he's not like i don't say screaming but he's really like letting go and like giving it to you with these lyrics but when like it, it goes into like um uh, so what texas speed next like, i don't know what exactly the lyrics are but like texas speed yeah like that part yeah it's kind of like I don't say it's like a um, a beach switch, but like he goes from like this yelly like emotionful lyrics to like this like kind of like oh, I'm calming down, I'm coming down from this, and then like I'm realizing a lot of stuff that's going on, and it's just beautiful. I mean, it has my favorite lyrics on the entire album. It has my favorite like lyric on the entire album, which is the beginning of the third verse, and it's just the I care for you still, and I will forever. That was my part of the deal. Oh, that's that's Eesh, dude. Like, oh my god. Like, Bro. fuck, man. Like that. Oh, dude. Like, and the way that this song sets it up is it's so, it's so stripped back where it's literally just kind of like, and I think that's that's what I love the most about this album is the songs that are stripped back because it definitely gives you this sort of like weird spacey atmosphere. And it's like, um, I can't even, I, I'm struggling to describe right now because I'm trying to like listen to the song in my head as I'm saying yeah, it. But yeah, it's yeah, just like, 
Well, because at that point, it, it goes away from sort of like the like the droning sort of, not really droning because it's kind of high-pitched, but yeah. it's sort of droning. Like synth line, I think it's a synth that's going throughout most of the song and it goes into just like the, um, I think at this point it turns into kind of like more acoustic guitar. But you oh, want to talk about the the last verse is probably my favorite part about the whole oh album. Oh my god, bro! Just because the 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 way that the instrumental changes into sort of that just like the dun dun dun, and the way that he sings that last part of the song, just like you know, oh my god, <laughs> I mean, it bro. just creates such a just a beautiful beautiful vibe. I pulled up the lyrics. I really wanted to like look into this this exact song, bro. I I one thing I forgot just before what you were just saying. But when he says in this live, and then live, bro, it's, like a, it's, a, it's like a literal wave. It's like a literal wave of emotions. It is. Like, well, no, well, no, because because that because then that takes it into the into the final like yeah. part of the song, you know, and it just oh man. What too many? Okay, I can't, we got we got next song <laughs> <laughs> before we all cry, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, oh my god, I just like. <laughs> uh, oh man. Good. It hits it, it hits a little too, especially I, I even forgot to bring up that part where he where he where he really belts out the part where he's oh. like one too many years, blah blah blah, and it goes one from there. Oh dude, like that's he just he's really just letting it all go at that point. Damn, I, and I, then I, I, it goes it gets into one of the more like sonically interesting mm. and kind of weird song. Like it's a song that I feel like I don't even really know. Like it's hard to it's really hard to describe. I think like and we're talking about Siegfried. Um, yeah, Siegfried, which is like an interesting name. I don't really know where that came from. Something to do with Freud, I'd imagine. Oh right, um, but uh, or no, like, that was Sigmund, not Siegfried. Sigmund so I, don't know, Freud, I, don't I have know. no idea what Siegfried is. Then <laughs> one thing, like, and I think we, what what you're kind of alluding to here is like he'll randomly put in like random instrumentals here and there in the song, like that little guitar riff is like like that stuff. But it's it's. You know what this song always reminded me of, which is like one of my all-time favorite uh, Frank Ocean songs, "White" off of "Off Future Volume one, Two. Yeah, yeah. That's what this gives me, bro. It's like the spaciness. I mean, it's a lot of this is spacey, but yeah, but like, but like, you want to talk about like the production? At least on this, the album is always very consistent. I mean, he's had like beat switches, obviously, you know, it, but this song just is kind of all over the place. Like, it's this like weird like piano but then there's like strings then there's guitars and it like it switches up at random points and was i blew my shout out to my um shout out to my roommate nolan my old roommate nolan this mm. he he loved this song and he really helped me because this song was kind of like i don't know if i like this one or not it's kind of feels yeah. weird you know like it was always because you know it was like um it came right after white ferrari and like i was always gonna be like oh white ferrari is so much better but he really helped me appreciate this song so much more um, because it was just one of his favorites and I mean yeah it, it's it's just kind of out there and I like it because it's weird and it, it runs with this three song run at the end of the album so well you know I mean and this is this is again something that Frank Ocean is really well on is like the belting and the emotion when he's like when he's like I'd rather live outside and oh like, yeah he's just giving it to you he's giving all of it to you right there and then like it, it's giving all this this beltingness again, this emotion full lyrics, and he just the delivery is like I'm really not good. brave. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, like like that, whatever that guitar is in the back, like it's yeah. like no, 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 no. I think it's so good, and I wonder who did that. Maybe it was John Mayer again. I'm, like yeah, I'm trying good. to remember. I think oh well, 
interestingly, I'm pretty sure on this song, some of the arranging was done by Johnny Greenwood, which you might not know who that is, but you do know what band he's in, and that's Radiohead. Mm-hmm. The lead guitarist yeah. of Radiohead who does who does like a lot of their orchestral arranging and whatnot. He also does film score now, which is awesome because I mean he's fantastic. I don't remember if he was on this song or not. Yeah. But he I'm pretty sure this is the song that on Blonde he's on. He's on he's on a couple songs on this and on Endless, and I'm pretty sure this is one it's of really them. It's really good. It's really good. And then, and then it goes into like those the pretty much for the song. Yeah, check that. But and then after that, it pretty much goes into like spoken word, like towards the end of the song. Where he's talking about like Speaking of Nirvana, it was there. Like that's yeah. not like he's like he's literally like just it's like I would say it's spoken word. Like that's how I would classify it. Um, it, it, like the part that I never understood, but I'm gonna read the lyric here. He's like, I've been dreaming it. I've been dreaming a dream and a thought that could dream a thought that could think about dreaming a dream where I cannot, where I cannot. Well, it, it reminds me of the <laughs> video. that's like you ever have a dream when you could, and then you, and then when you could, and when you, and then when you. And also, I was right. So yeah, Johnny Greenwood did do the string arrangement on this um song it was interesting also like the help the guy who helped write it was uh his name's uh, another guy who you haven't heard of probably but you know the group he's in rostam who's the guy from uh vampire weekend not yeah vampire weekend i'm pretty sure well i i only know yeah he's he was he was one of the big guys from vampire weekend who left actually so he's not in there anymore he did a lot of the production i think and a lot of like did a lot on these two albums but yeah siegfried weird but great you know a, a very like eclectic you know, emotional song kind of sounds like he's just like his brains all over the place and he's just getting great. it all out, you know. And then like great ending where he's like, I'll do anything for you in the dark. The dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, autotone. Uh, and then it goes into which I'm assuming you when you alluded to earlier that you had a new favorite song. I'm assuming oh, this is the one that you were talking about. No, it's too true free. It's, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, of course it's Godspeed. Of Godspeed, course. yeah. Which this is the song I was alluding to earlier as well, where I was saying like one of another one of my friends, Grace, shout out Grace, said that this was one of her favorites. This is this was her favorite song on this album. And I remember when she said that, I was like, I want to listen to this again. And you want to talk about, I mean, we talk about spacey, we talk about atmosphere. The opening synth lines on this song are probably my favorite like musical aspect of this album it, completely just the just the dun, yeah. dun, dun. I mean, and just the way that it like you know um just like creates this just beautiful beautiful soundscape and it makes me think of like drone shots of landscape where it's like you know you know like hundreds of miles of forest or beaches or mm. you know like those cl- like cliffs with water splashing up against them and just like sunlight bouncing off of the ocean and water and whatnot it's just these these insane just like sort of like views you know that's what this makes me think of i'm like i'm like reading these lyrics again and i'm like yeah it's, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, one thing I want, one thing I want to say that you, one thing you helped me, or one reason why this has become more my favorite um, song, is Waves, which I want to shout out. Waves, yes, they, bro. They, they use this in the trailer, in the trailer, and they use it in. in uh, they didn't use it in the movie; it was just in the trailer. But they have they have another Frank song. I, f- I forget which one though. In they the have movie. a bunch of Frank songs in it. There's a, a couple songs. Well, Siegfried's it. That's I forgot to mention that on Siegfried. There's a scene in there's a scene in that movie where he's crying in the bathtub listening to Siegfried. And I remember watching the movie, being like, "Hey, me too, man." Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, um, uh, no, and then there's a bunch of endless songs on there too, which I love because, like, you know, I love yeah. endless getting. Love. I mean, just like how you were saying, like, 
it just builds up with this boombastic like beginning and then yeah like a, a kind of like an abrupt start st- uh, sorry stop and it's like i will always love you that out of all out of all do. out of all the belting this motherfucker yeah. does in this album <laughs> this one hit too much way too, too much, much too much, too much. <laughs> never too much never too much <laughs> i mean like oh man i let go of a prayer for you well wow, i always thought I, I never really read the lyrics but i thought i was like i let go of my claim for you so he, he does say that later in the song oh, oh true and he said just a sweet word no oh, i mean this song is just like really just like kind of it's a it's like the emotional climax because like i mean i'll talk about it when we talk about the next song but this is kind of like the end of the album it feels mm-hmm. like where it's like you know he's been going through all of this you know getting out all his emotions and then this is him finally sort of being like you know you know he's like i'm wishing you godspeed you know he's like you know what i'm moving on you know what like you think, can you yeah. can, you you were gonna go our separate ways i'm gonna let you live your life i'm gonna try to live my life like i'm not exactly. gonna try to like let this relationship bear me down any anymore you know this this i want to say two things that they're, they're very important one this is like the answer to nights just how we we're saying how like yes yeah yes, you, exactly i didn't like, think that because like, we just talked about how nights is like yeah like i'm doing good i'm doing good but it's like false hope you're not really doing that well and yeah. you're, you're actually like still thinking about that person or still thinking about uh x relationship or something like that but this is like and to, and this goes on to my second point a beautiful feeling where you finally get over something whether you're finally it's per- kind of at peace with yourself you know whether, whether it's a person whether it's an event whether it's something that's in your control or out of control it's it's that that nirvana of peace you know and i don't think that made exactly that made sense but it's just like reaching that moment and i've always thought like in my life and this is why like, i love this song this is my favorite song on the album i don't know all time i, I probably should think about that because you said yours all time but it's just it's just the perfect soundtrack to the beautiful moments in our lives when we do accept yeah. You know, when we do move on. And I think yeah, no, the, exactly. the, the, the power of moving on, it, it creates a new person into you. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking like, I'm just going I'm talking off very on. deep. But hey, I'm, but, I'm, I fuck with it, man. We're feeling this, today. We're feeling. <laughs> this is what this fucking album does to you. And no, exactly. Again, like Goosebumps, like I'm not even. I'm reading. I read the first fucking lyric and like I'm cold. Like I, 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 I you, know? <laughs> you sure you don't have COVID? You just you're getting the shit, chills. Shit, shit, Take nah. your temperature now. Um, I'm looking at say? I'm looking at the lyrics. Like not that much. Like pretty much like it's a pretty short song lyrically. Two, two verses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the and the other thing about it, I mentioned it on solo. This is the other song that kind of has the the organs at the end of it, and I think that mm. does a good way of sort of you know wrapping up the song and the the gospel singer right there was uh, her name's here on the lyrics list oh yeah well, she does a great song and sure. young lean apparently sings in the intro in this too i didn't know that really um but yeah so good for him um but uh yeah no i mean godspeed is 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 the tremendous and the way that i i look at it is the closing song of the album yeah. which then leads into future of free which you joked saying that is your favorite song, but I actually really love this song. No, it's and, it's a good song, and, and it's kind of also recently, um, yeah, it it's, carries it's a lot more weight for yeah, him yeah. probably too. But and the way that I look at it, when I say that Godspeed is the closing song, Future Free for me is the credits. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. kind of has like the way that the, the way the music sounds and like the pianos and the and the drums in it. It makes it kind of sound like it's kind of like the closing montage, like you know, like if Nike's is like the intro like playing over the opening credits then this is the closing credits song you know yeah, like 100%. i feel like the way that it plays like and it's 
I mean, I could say it obviously, but it's weird. It's hard to put into words to describe it. It feels like the music just feels like I'm watching text scroll across the screen and like mm. it's like thanking everyone who worked on the album and whatnot i mean like lyrically the song is just strange it's kind of just frankly oh, yeah. freestyling with his voice like pitched up you know <laughs> yeah and then with some, it goes with some to... hilarious hilarious lyrics oh yeah and then um i mean how long is it like 10 minutes right or something it will, so I, I can get into that later because it's a dissect thing, but it's oh, I'll get okay. into it now. Why not? It's it's I think it's nine minutes in twenty seven seconds exactly. Um, here, wait, hold on. Let me let me get the exact yeah. time. I'm pressing play on it. It is yeah. It, no, it's nine twenty four. Which the reason why that is is because it's you know you know how the song ends during that interview where it's like how long is a light year? How far is a light year? It's like what a light year is 9.24 times 10 to the whatever power. So like this whole song is meant to be like a light year, essentially, you know, and, and, and the album's an hour long. Yeah, no. And and then that's how, and it works exactly like that, you know, but the, the reason why there's that gap of like space, there's nothing is to like, get it so that it can reach 924. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is what Uh, I'm pretty sure what that is. I mean, was it with the other one? What the album? The album I read, the Beach House Bloom, which is funny that the, my two favorite albums of all time both have this. The reason why the 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 closing track Irene has like six minutes of silence in it at the end before the last song plays is because they wanted to get to an hour. Oh, really? So, or is least, that what? I mean, I don't know if they said that specifically, but the album is an hour long and there's like six minutes of silence. So I'm assuming that the six minutes of silence was and that was like on buffer to get yeah. to that point. Is that why it's not is... an actual 17 minute song? Mm. It's just. You know, yeah, there's, there's two that, songs in there. <laughs> is that why? Is that why Place by Playboy Cardi has like six seconds cut out? <laughs> yeah, it's just no. That, that was just to bolster the runtime even longer <laughs> to make it like what, like an hour thirty or something like that. Maybe. Um, but then do you want to get into like the I guess the ending of this and like, um, you know, yeah, I mean, what... I just kind of I want to talk about some of the some of the lyrics because like the I'm way that it ends, it's kind of like frantic, you know, like he's mm. like it sounds like a freestyle for the most part too. Like, it sounds like he's kind of just like saying stuff. Like he's boasting. He's like, yeah, look, I made it to the end of the album. Like I'm going to just flex. Like I love her. He's just like talking about like how much he's making, excuse me, all the money he's making and stuff. And then he's talking about, yeah, or it's a, they trying to find Tupac. Don't let him find Tupac. He evade the press. He escaped the stress. What does Frank know that we don't? Yeah, seriously. Um, and then just like sort of the way that it ends where he's like talking about how like, he's, you know, he's like, oh, like, you know, I've been working hard, you know, what here. Um, Actually, and- you know what? You know what? I'm sorry to cut you off. But before we move on, I one lyric I really enjoyed and like it kind of like uh, like I feel like a lot of artists will go through this is like, like, what did he exactly say? He said. Um, now, now I'm making 400, 600, 80, 800K, mama. I'm standing on my feet, mama. Like they should be paying, I should be paying them. Yeah. Paying them. And it's like, and it's like, oh, like an artist, let's he's, say. He's kind of thanking the listener for getting to that point. Yeah. So, which like, he doesn't need to thank me for listening to this album <laughs> at any fucking time. Like, but, <laughs> like he's like, he's you like, want to pay me to listen to this? Okay, sure. Yeah. Bad dude. I've listened to this how many times? Just send me my fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think it's like, a, it's like a special moment, I guess. Either, any creative goes to where it's like, people actually like, give a fuck about what I'm making and like they actually would pay for it or would listen to it or, you know, fill out a whole concert, uh, like stadium to, to see in this case, like Frank. So I think it's like, that's a really good, like, I guess, realization moment. And, and like, like, wouldn't you love to like tell your mom that, that like, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting 800k to stand. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh man. And then the ending, obviously, cause the, the interview at the end always confused me. Cause I wasn't sure what it was, but it was, 
you know, it's Frank Ocean's younger brother, Ryan, who obviously tragically yep. passed away in a car accident in 2020, which makes the end of this just even more heartbreaking too, you know, because especially because of that. And, you know, the fact that, I mean, I mean, that's just, it was, it was just awful. I remember reading, I've been seeing all that, you know, and just like how, Ooh. how much that must've, you know, just wrecked how that wrecks a person to lose you lose your younger brother like that in such a tragic way you know and i think that like uh, like that's why i feel like this song it i mean it's more important in general but for him i would definitely think that as well yeah. um I, and it's i mean i always interpreted this when i found i mean originally i didn't know who it was that was like being the interview but then you, you come to find out that his brother it's his brother but i think i always i always interpreted this as if i was frank i would think like he's like a reflection of, of himself so like this like young like interviewing about random random stuff you know like like the light year stuff that you're talking about and like yeah. you know what's what's the most like one thing is like oh what's the most amazing thing you ever witnessed stuff like that well, well my favorite is there's a point where they don't i don't think they have the question in there but they're talking about like odd future members because like um like ryan says like uh, he says probably my brother just to see how much like work he has in one day but then someone says uh probably uh tyler his life seems pretty awesome actually no no fuck him you know but it's it kind of sounds like he's talking about um so it sounds like they're they're talking about like odd future members um which is also there's another line in here where he's like he mentions tyler sleeping on his sofa and that how him and they go back that far you know which is also a fun little line in there being an odd future fan too and it's like like realizing this was like well that. this was well after they were done right oh uh yeah i mean i would say our future probably dip 2014 uh, yeah. i mean it's a couple years after they were done a couple, couple, couple years after i mean like look at them now they're still boys but yeah some of them some of them some of them uh but no i mean do you know who the other people are because i'm looking at like the lyrics and no i mean are- i they're, they're just some like random people i'm assuming they're like i'm assuming they're like you know like his younger brother's yeah. friends or whatnot you know well, one name is like Mikey Alfred. The other guy that says his name is Sage. And like the only Sage I know is like he's a model for Supreme, but I don't think that's the same guy. I think I think it's I think I think it's probably just like you know, people that his friends. People that he was friends with, you know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could look that up. I do also like where they're talking about uh Frank says his talents that he can play the theremin, because the theremin is such a cool instrument. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and and just what a great way to end the album. I mean, it's just it feels like a triumphant conclusion to, you know. Mm such an emotionally raw album and i mean we can start to talk yeah. about you know sort of our closing thoughts because you know we haven't gone i think for <laughs> almost an hour now um, yeah which is you I know wonder. oh man we should have made the episode exactly an hour oh damn. shit um that would have been cool but no nah, actually I, I, that would have been too hard to do to <laughs> factor in like the intro and everything but yeah. you know um what was i gonna say so i mean we we normally do our top three so i feel like we can we can kind of do that um mm. If I was gonna say my top three favorite, and this this like list is not consistent at all because like I've said, oh this is my favorite, oh this is my favorite, oh this is my favorite. But my three favorites, probably to listen to from this song would be Nike's number three, Godspeed number two, and Self Control obviously number one because it says my favorite song of all time. And it's like, bro, you're leaving out white ferrari and knights i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah well because yeah. then i because then i could say oh knights number three white ferrari number two and you know what honestly screw it i'm not even gonna say a top three i'm just gonna say that number one is self-control <laughs> and, the re- and like you, and there's there's so many different interchangeable yeah. twos and threes i could put there you know it's so it's such a hard album to rank you know exactly obviously like i said uh, there's too many polarizing songs i mean i'm gonna give knights number three because like that's like just a 
just the most beautiful beat switch. Like I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Number two, self-control, because like that was that was my favorite for a long time. And then number one, Godspeed, which is my new favorite. And I think it's gonna be my favorite um, yeah. for a while. Um, and I mean, yeah. just like the experiences that come with listening to this album and like, you know, the way that like, and the moments I've had listening to this list. And I would say like, this is one of my, you know, there's always that theory where people are like, oh man, like I wish I could just get like my memory of like a certain album wiped and re-listen mm. to it for the first time. Mm. So obviously that can never happen, but I had a great moment last year when, and hopefully, hopefully I'll get them to listen to this and I, and they'll, they'll make it this far so they can hear me shout it out. Cause this is one of my favorite moments of 2019 it was a night where I was hanging out with two of my roommates, Pat and Sean. Um, I think other people might've been there too, but I know it was at least us two. And it was like a late night. We were sitting in the common room in our dorm. We had the lights on and my buddy, Sean was going through a tough time with his girlfriend at the time. I don't know if I should, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not to put you on blast, but like, but he, he was going through a tough time, you know, and like yeah. they, they, you know, it was just like a rough patch in his relationship. And, you know, Pat and I have listened to this album a ton and, you know, we're very, we're very experienced in listening to sad music. So we were like, dude, have you ever listened to blonde by Frank Ocean? And he was like, no, I haven't. We're like, we're like, we're like sitting, we sit him down. We're like, dude, dude, (laughs) dude, we're going to rock your fucking world right now. And this kid, and we, we played him the full album and this kid was blown away. And and he posted, he's still like, he like Frank is like his favorite artist now. Like, and like the fact that I can like to, to, in that moment to see someone else listening to it the first time and seeing them attach like their own memories to the lyrics that you've already attached your memories to in the moments you've already attached. Like it was such a, it was such a, like, it was such a powerful moment for me. And it's one of my favorite moments, you know, probably of my life, honestly, to like, cause, cause I love music and I love showing people music yeah. and to see the way that it resonated with him and the way, cause, cause like, he'd be like, wow, that's incredible. And Pat and I were like, yes, no, it is incredible. It's awesome, bro. Oh, dude. It's just like fuck. Those <laughs> I'm getting, are I'm getting uh, very giddy and happy about it. You I, know? I get you. I get you. You know, it's good times. I mean, uh, like I said, and I think you bring up a good point. It's like so I've, of course, like we've all put. I think you and me were like we listened to this album like right when it came out, but some people weren't like as hip to Frank. But like I've always like kind of slightly regretted telling people to listen to this album because of like how much it could fuck them up to a certain degree. But so, but, so, but, but, but like, you know what over, you know, overvalues that it's like, no, but this yeah. is like a, a must listen, no matter who you are. This is just like a beautiful sonically created album and talking about moments. So when this was coming out or those rumors of, of, of this coming out, I think channel yeah. orange, there was like, what, like a four year difference between channel orange and blonde or five years. Something crazy. I think so. I think it was um, 2012 when Channel Orange came out. So this was our, our our summer going into senior year. That summer, I went to Armenia with Alec, and this was a this was like a very special time because this was like the first time I was like relatively older. And one thing I love about Armenia, which I hope you, you'll, you'll go one day, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I, sure, I don't know, man. Like uh, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> and I always talk about like the driving in a desert playlist, and and that's like how I love that. And I think this is where it was really born. It was when you're when we're on like these buses and we're, we're visiting these churches that are like three hours away. This city's like five hours away, whatever. You're you're we're driving through like ex, like huge huge acres of farmland, mountainous regions, canyons. This is what we're driving through, right? And I remember distinctly like trying to hype myself up for blonde. I was just listening Channel Orange, Channel Orange, Channel Orange, Channel Orange. Every every bus ride, every bus ride, and and you know that's how I like, really got the fascination. 
and like just like those memories like that's something i wish i could do again you know and then when it came to and I, I by this time i already came home when it came to listening to blonde i don't know just like the formulation of coming back from there and then listening to blonde it's like this is an album where i will always know how i feel without even listening to it like i always know how it makes me feel yeah and i think albums like that they don't come a lot in in people's lives uh, if you do them that's like that, that's awesome i wish you can like really feel every album but it's it's very special like tender moment and yeah uh, it's ir- irreplaceable and and we all owe a lot to this album we all yeah. owe, we all because i i bet you there's so many people and i, I mean i don't want to speak for you but like where there are certain things you can't express and that's why we, we we resort to music to i guess know how do i express this what do, what, what, yeah. what am i trying to you hear someone out? else What's express it you know yeah someone and, else and, say and, what and you're thinking sense. and and they, they they say what i'm thinking and like they make it sound beautiful like yeah <laughs> like that's like that's awesome and that's the awesome, shit bangs you know? <laughs> and it bangs. i mean um, you talk yeah. about like those like little personal moments i mean like one of my favorite moments from 2020 was it was the like the anniversary of blonde getting released like the like whatever day that it came out of some sometime in august and yeah. august 20th i believe like people weren't like because like you know pretty much every day we were on freaking playstation over the last of 2020 i mean it's still going now but um it was one night where i like sat out because i was like i want to listen to and i've made a playlist it's on it's on my apple music because that's where my um what is it that's where what's it called endless is and it's um it was just like the endless blonde anniversary and i listened to all of endless straight into blonde all the way through which is like an hour 45 or something and it was just like it was just me i think i had like an ice like an ice cream sandwich and a beer sitting That's in my all. bed with my with my led lights on just kind of just vibe and listen to this music and just kind of like releasing because you know 2020 obviously was a lot mm. and you know i still hadn't gotten through everything at that point there was still a lot more to come but it was just a nice night where i just kind of relaxed and just listened to these com- these comfort albums you know mm. and and Something I want to I want to say as we start to close out and yeah. like and I think you agreed to you agree when I say this I, I texted uh, I told you about it earlier but it's like you depending on how you are mentally or where you are in your life at that moment is how you're gonna uh, listen to this album like yeah. I'm not gonna lie if you're like over a breakup and you're doing great in life this album's not gonna hit as as it used to that's just that's just the truth well, it know? might not hit as it used to but it might also have the night's effect on you uh huh. Where you're like, well, maybe I'm not over it. Maybe, maybe the way that I'm thinking is just me projecting, you know? But that's why it's not my favorite song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? um, you think you're Godspeed, <laughs> but you're just knights, man. <laughs> yeah. I hope to strive for Godspeed, you know? Yeah, no, we all strive for that, you know? If, and not even just for relationships, but we all strive to hit a point Life. where we're comfortable where we are, where we are, and, you this, know, we're not last, letting things yeah. of the past bog us down, you know? This last year, we all had opportunities taken from us, you know? But yeah. I'm trying to get over it. And, and, and we're all trying to hit that point where we are in Godspeed, where we could be like, mm. you know what? Yeah, you know, sometimes there will be mountains that you can't move, and that's, mm. and that's just where you are, you know? And you just kind of have to make the most of your situation. You just got to move on. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. You know, we're all trying to find that Godspeed. It's hard. But once you do it, once you have that, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. It's a, it is a beautiful feeling. And the end of that album and the end of that song is a beautiful feeling. Cause you know, you've done it. You've made it to the end. Sheesh. <laughs> Yo, if, oh, if, if, fuck, anybody, if, any, if anybody still listened to this, thank you. Because yeah. this, this, this really I mean, means a and, lot. And I like, feel like this us. is a treat because we saved the, that real. Because I think, and you know, that's not an idea that I really had until, you know, right now is sort of thinking about yeah. how we're all kind of striving for that, you know? 
and that was mm. a very that was a very raw idea I just kind of just confronted mm. maybe maybe everyone else had already confronted it but i had never really I'm, made the connection bro, but bro, I'm, I'm i'm crying after this so i'm just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> hey, me too man dibs yeah. okay, I'm, 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 i have to i have to i have to change up the vibes i'll put on some beach house or something yeah. and cry to that instead <laughs> Oh man, I got I got to go straight to Pierre Board after this. Just yeah, just no, seriously, like, yeah, no, no. Good. We're just gonna ever since we just gotta start thinking. We just gotta listen to friggin' Vamp Anthem or something. Completely <laughs> change the vibes. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, have, hey, have we have we mused on this album enough? We're probably hitting over an hour now. I mean, I hope. Also, one thing I hope that and again, if you're listening to this point, thank you so much. It means a lot yeah, to us. Seriously, um, this, this, this is very important for us. And I, mean, I know we want to do something special. Oh, yeah. I know people, yeah. I mean, we know that most of our listeners yeah. love this album and feel a connection to this album. And exactly. you know, I think that, and I, and I hope, and this actually, oh, I, I forgot to mention this too. I'm, I'm going to extend this even longer, mm. but when we talked about blonde and we did it sort of briefly on our album of the decade episode, I remember it was this really important night yeah me and my two roommates from college who are my my day ones my ride or dies like my brothers mm. like these kids these guys are my brothers literally yeah. i consider them that and you know it was the end of a really tough semester for all of us and we were really confronting you know some like really tough things that we had been facing and you know making tough decisions come the end of a semester and we were talking about blondes and my one of my roommates was like dude like i listened to your your album of the day your albums of the decade episode and the shit you were saying about blonde like hit because like i agreed and we just us three we'd listen to that episode like us talking and we mm. were like yes like that though that's so true and it's just one of those things where it's like oh. like that that's what i that's how i want this to feel like is yeah. like, like you're here with us and we're just kind of just like shooting the shit about this album because you know this is something that's super important and that night was that night was so important to me and like our friendship you know and the friendship mm. and our brotherhood that me and those two guys have and you know like you know, you. being able you. to bond over that and just like that moment. And I'm hoping that people can listen to this and feel somewhat of a similar, mm. similar thing. You know, that's, that's exactly what I was like saying. Also, like, I'm thinking about that episode. We were like fucking crying in the stew. Like that was a special moment for we us hit, too. We hit that. Well, no, I mean, that's my favorite episode we've ever done. Cause it was just oh, yeah. like, you know, would I go back and change my list around? Yeah, probably. But like, you know, mm. yeah, uh, but it's still the, just so important. That's then that, that's why like people are going to appreciate this episode. And it's like, probably what we said not too far off of what they've got people have gone through or our friends have gone through or people we know have gone through like this stuff is universal for a reason i'm literally gonna like revisit this uh this episode whenever i'm like i don't know maybe going through some stuff and i like i need to realize well how did how did this make me feel how yeah, do i you know you know like if i'm at a good point right now maybe i should go back and see well how did i deal with this and i think yeah see your, i'm you just see your growth <sighs> Yeah, man. You listen to it when you finally hit your Godspeed instead of your nights. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the in the pur- purgatory between the two. So hell yeah! I mean, aren't we all sincere <laughs> at like white Ferrari? T- <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Yeah, I mean that's that's. I mean, we. I feel we got to wrap it up. It's been going for a while now. Um, but we just we just like we just belted our feelings toward that. We did. I mean, hey, I mean, why not? I mean, that's the whole point, dude. Yeah. Like you know, we're, the odds of people actually making it to the end of this are slim anyway, which yeah. sucks. But you know, hey, why not? Um, that's probably going to do it for this special 50th episode episode <sighs> of the sketchy podcast. I mean, thank you to all you the know, fans. We made th- it to 50. Yeah, th- thank you for the support. I mean, like, oh, you know, yeah. we know we're not, we know we're not hot shots. We know we're not yeah, fucking, you know, superstars or anything like that, but like, this is just fun. And this, and like the discussion oh, yeah. that we had today is the reason why we like doing this because mm. it's just fun. And we think that 
you know, you guys will like it and whatnot. And, you know, and it's, 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 never, it's always just been about creating, you know, a space to talk about music yeah. and just have fun. And, you know, this, 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 this is, this is what we've always wanted to do. And I, I'm glad that we got to for our 50th episode to do this, oh, you know, and yeah. talk about I such mean, an important album. This album, I mean, sorry, this, this episode throughout felt very euphoric, you know, thinking about old things and, and all that stuff. And I'm um, thank you for, you know, riding with us for this long um, for the, whoever the 150 listeners are on SoundCloud, wherever you are, please like text me. I want to know who you yeah, are. Seriously. Um, <laughs> wasn't going to say fucking follow us on our social medias. Yes. Seem sketchy pod, uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at KBray 63. You can follow me on Instagram at Kyle underscore Bray dot P N G. Um, and shout out to blonde. We didn't do, obviously didn't do our last, uh, last FM yep. today, but, um, Blonde is my most streamed album of all time on Last FM. Uh, it has 1,131 streams. That one of the two members of the 1,000 Club, the other one being Bloom. I feel like mine's also up there. I, I haven't looked. Well, maybe even overmasked by like not Nav and stuff. So probably, I'm not going to pull that up. Probably by Nav. Um, <laughs> but, but follow me, Instagram, Twitter, Garobaz. Um, again, follow, follow the pod account. Thank you for people that have been following. And Oh, and thank you for everybody that, you probably know who's listening, but thank you for the people that, that recommended us some classic reviews. We got some. Yeah, yeah. and we'll be getting to those too. We, we're yes. gonna we're gonna be reviewing uh, the new Slow Tie album next week, so mm. that should be pretty fun. A sneaker peeker, and um, then we'll uh, we'll get some other ones. Yeah, if if you made it this far, you know you you, 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 you here, here, there's your bone, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But this was great, Kyle. You want to take us out? Hell yeah! We'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. <laughs>